Stories of Attunement From time immemorial, stories have entertained, informed, amused, and united us. Spiritual stories can also enlighten us. While I was recently in seclusion, I reread a wonderful but lesser-known book, Thank You, Master. It contains reminiscences by three direct disciples of Paramahansa Yogananda, Hare Krishna Ghosh, Mira Ghosh, and Peggy Dietz. When Yogananda returned to India in 1935-36, he spent a lot of time with his young nephew Hare Krishna and niece Mira. Here are some wonderful stories of their time with their guru uncle, along with some comments. Story Yogananda's father, Bhagavati, was a man of great discipline and a deep meditator. At age of 82, Hare Krishna writes he needed a surgery for a hernia. The surgeon was concerned that, due to his age and fragility, he could not survive being put to sleep with chloroform, the only anesthetic available at that time. Bhagavati told the doctor, Arrange for the operation. I will do my pranayama, and I won't feel any pain. And so it was, to the surgeon's great astonishment. Comment. We're all faced with difficult, sometimes painful challenges. Most of us have tools of meditation and pranayama, but isn't it true that we forget to use them? These great souls remind us to use our spiritual techniques for all of life's challenges. Swami Kriyananda underwent some painful dental procedures without any anesthetic. He said, I just do Hong Saw or compose music. If that isn't enough, I go to the calm center of the pain. And if even that doesn't work, I tell myself, this is only a short moment in a long life. Don't resist the experience or get upset. Story, also from Hare Krishna. In January 1936, Yogananda was on a big steamship along with hundreds of pilgrims. After sailing 40 miles along the river Ganges, where the river was very wide, we suddenly felt the ship going down, 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 and the waters coming up onto the deck. At this, the pilgrims were frightened and running all over the decks out of fear. Many, seeing our Guruji, came running and requested him to save their lives. Guruji said, Be calm, don't worry, and don't run out of fear. Everything will be all right. Sit down where you are and pray to God for your lives. After some five or ten minutes, we found the waters had gone down from the decks and the ship had come out of the water to its normal level. The pilgrims came to Guruji and said, Guruji, you saved our lives. But Guruji said, No, I have not saved your lives. You prayed to God, and so God has saved all our lives. Comment. Yogananda was reminding us of his teaching that we do 25% of the work, 
The Guru does 25% on our behalf, and God does the other 50%. But as we have been given free will, it is up to us to start the process. Then God and Guru can supplement our efforts. It is important that we do whatever we can and only then rely on them to do the rest. Story. This is from Mira. I used to suffer from a bad headache every evening. It was so severe that I had to confine myself to bed. Many renowned physicians treated me. I also took various medicines prescribed by them, but nothing could relieve the pain. Seeing no other way, my mother informed Swamiji of my sufferings. Next morning, Guruji called to me and blessed me with the flower. Quote, when you get the pain, touch the flower to your head. I did, accordingly, which relieved me of my headaches forever. I have kept the treasure with me with utmost care as a shield against all difficulties even today. Comment. Rely more on God and Guru. If it is the divine will, the problem will cease to exist. If the trouble doesn't pass, accept that too as a different kind of flower, given nonetheless with their love and blessings. If we can remember to turn to them, it opens the door for their response. As Yogananda said, For those who think me near, I will be near. Whatever comes from them, be it an object or an insight, keep it with utmost care as a treasure and a shield against all of life's difficulties. In divine friendship, Nayaswami Jyotish. So, my friends, these are stories which often are more informative, certainly better remembered by us than just straight teachings. But it's important when we have stories like these or stories of any kind by or about saints that we meditate on them and try to see what's deeper, what's behind the purpose of this story. They could just as well, and I'm sure there are many stories that they don't reveal to us, that that they keep private. But if they choose to have a story revealed, even through someone else, as is this case, if they choose to have a story revealed to us, there's a purpose for it. And it's our job and our pleasure to have the story, to think about the story, and then try to see what's deeper there, but even more important, to apply what we see to our own life, because what they do is always for our instruction in some way or another, or for our blessing, but they're in many ways the same. In any case, they have come with the sole purpose of helping those devotees who reach out to them. So let's do so whenever we see them, whenever they come to mind, 
whenever we read a story about them, let's take just a few moments and connect more deeply with them. If we do, I think we'll gain great benefit from it. God bless you.